Welcome, welcome everyone. I'm Sharon, the founder of the Don't Tell Your Boss podcast, a place to be for young professionals looking to find, grow and succeed in a career they love. Over the years, I've helped dozens of listeners and clients to understand their unique skills, target careers they'll enjoy and ultimately grow in purpose professionally. And I have some incredible insights and interviews coming up to help you do the same. Now let's get into it. Hi guys, how's it going? Uh, I'm super excited about today. Um, I've been meaning to actually talk about this for a very long time because it's a topic that I generally share with a lot of people when I'm mentoring them or when I do speaking events. And I thought to myself one day, actually, maybe I should just share this with my listeners. So in today's topic, we're going to talk about things I wish I knew at the start of my career. So I've been in the like HR and recruitment career now for about 10 years and there's a time that I was just reflecting on like wow it's been 10 years and I didn't think I'd be here to be honest it wasn't my plan to actually be in this career path but I've learned so much that um, I want to share with you guys and maybe there's one or two gems here that might be useful to you maybe this whole thing might be useful to you or maybe you can share it with a loved one who's just setting out in their career to actually learn from a lot of the things that we had to gain from experience and trial and error so I think the Biggest one for me is get a mentor. I would put that at the top of my list and I think it's something that you don't just have to do at the start of your career, but as you're progressing wherever you are now, I would highly recommend getting a mentor, someone that can guide you, someone that can bounce ideas off with, um, someone that can coach you on certain things that you may not see in yourself. Um, Because sometimes, you know, like your friends love you and they give you good advice, but sometimes you need someone that's also going to be able to give you a little bit of that extra push, someone that's going to talk from a place of more experience, someone that's going to reflect on their own lessons as well. So I would highly, highly recommend getting a mentor, someone that you trust, someone that can advise you on how best to navigate your career journey or your new business journey. And this can be a mentor that's in a similar industry as you or in a completely different industry or career as you. I don't think you should limit yourself with, let's say, if you're a developer purely getting someone that's in a technical space or if you are working in the nonprofit space purely getting somebody in that industry as well. But just find someone that is wise, someone that you trust, someone that is a leader in their space as well um, to help navigate you along your journey. If you need more information about like how to find a mentor or how to approach someone and ask them to be your mentor, you can comment on our Instagram page. And yeah, I'd love to do a full podcast on that and talk to friends who have had mentors or people who've mentored before. And we can talk about that. But that's highly recommended. The second thing that I would say is definitely start to understand your taxes from the beginning. When you set out into a new career or for some of you that might be, you know, midway through your career or at the starting point and still kind of don't really understand how your taxes work, how to actually file your taxes every single year, I highly recommend you do that. And that's for multiple reasons. Obviously, first of all, staying on top of your taxes means you're legally compliant 
compliant, but also above that, it means that you can actually start to understand how to manage, how to budget things. And especially when you start to get a new job or when you're looking for a new role, understanding how tax laws work is going to save you so much. The number of times I've had clients that I work with actually talk about like, oh yeah, I want to move from this salary to that salary. I always ask them, okay, cool, but what is that going to look like after tax? Because once you hop into a completely new tax bracket, your tax percentage changes or it shifts, right? So many times people just like, oh, think about this number in their head, not knowing that like, it will significantly be different after you're taxed. So understanding how tax works is also going to benefit you there. Also understanding the kind of company benefits you get and which ones you kind of get what they call a tax break from is super useful, right? So I would highly recommend there's so many companies that actually do consultations that can help you understand how taxes work. Ask a friend who works within, you know, that tax space as well or an accounting space and they can explain how tax works. They can explain what kind of benefits you should be looking for in your next role or in your current company in order to maximize on those benefits um, and maximize on saving money or getting the best deal. I highly recommend understanding it and like I said also knowing how to submit your own taxes or at least knowing a company that you trust to regularly be on top of your taxes is key and this is not just for people who are working or starting out their careers but also if you run your own business right you still need to pay taxes so I would highly recommend that looking back it's something that costed me a lot because I didn't understand how taxes work and I actually was like oh I don't earn that much when I started working so I'm not going to file and I ended up filing my taxes for the first time I think like three or four years into working and it was a nightmare I literally had to um, look for old documents because when you submit your taxes they don't just care about that year they care about all the years before that um, from the time you started getting a paycheck so imagine the headache and the burden of having to email previous employers to ask them for all my tax documents imagine scraping through my thousand documents just to find the right paperwork that really sucked and if I had just done it every single year like I'm supposed to I wouldn't have been in that situation and another really good thing which is we all love getting you know surprise money from places if you file your taxes every single year you most probably will get money paid back to you well especially in South Africa where I work SARS which is the department that handles all of this um, sometimes they see that you were let's say overtaxed in certain areas or at some points in time in that year and they send you back um, that money and who doesn't want that money I think the first time I filed my taxes it was obviously accumulation of three years I got well over it was like 7,000 Rand um, back actually which was amazing right because I could put that towards like a vacation or my savings or something so make sure you file your taxes for that reason and also because you also don't want to be on the other side of that right which is you owing the government money <laughs> nobody likes to owe anyone money so the sooner you file your taxes on time of course you're going to know if you owe them or they owe you immediately and you can fix it right or they can pay you as opposed to that really painful realization that now you're you know seven thousand rand in the hole and you owe them and that was just so inconvenient after you put all this paperwork together and probably paid a company or a specialist or a consultant to then help you file your taxes so 
learn how it works for the benefit of understanding how you can maximize on benefits, what kind of salaries to ask for, um, potentially getting, you know, money from the government if they overtaxed you or you were overtaxed, um, or, you know, paying money back if you owe it as soon as possible. 100% um, recommend that. And a third thing, which might seem quite obvious, but working in the HR space, I see people do this over and over again, is don't burn your bridges. Um, I'll say that again for the people in the back, do not burn your bridges. So as you scale your career, the network that you're going to build is going to be your gold. It's going to be your currency. Um, yeah, your network is actually your currency, right? Because it's people who can vouch for you. It's people who can recommend you for jobs. It's people who you might work with again at another company. It's people who might invest in your business. So if you burn your bridges by leaving a company in a really poor manner or if you burn your bridges by just mistreating people when you leave a company or if you burn your bridges by uh you know i've seen people then decide that now they're going to have some truth serum and tell people what they really think when they're resigning and that stuff sticks right i wouldn't do that or i've had or i've seen situations where people get into fights towards the end or they just resign and immediately leave on the day without serving notice because they just don't care right they don't need you anymore and that's fine for that moment in time you don't need those people anymore but the number of times that i have moved to different companies and then found that somebody i worked with at a company five six seven years ago is applying for a job and i'm like don't hire them i worked with them before they were a terrible person or you know they left without handing in their proper resignation or things like that so i highly recommend remember you will always need your network and your network is your currency it's your foundation it's your door into so many jobs the same way you know people that i've kept in relationship with till today i've actually never found a job without somebody in my network so it's always been a recommendation from a previous boss or a previous colleague who now works at that company who actually just vouched for me and that's how I was actually able to get all of my jobs so my network has been my stepping stone in my career and the number one thing that I do even if even if I leave a company that I didn't like too much or if i worked with a boss that i didn't like too much i still maintain that professional relationship in that respect like i'm not saying you have to be friends with everybody i'm not saying keep toxic people toxic bosses in your life i'm not saying that at all all i'm saying is that be professional maintain that professional respect and relationship even if the other people didn't take the high road even if the other people uh mistreated you you keep your head up high and you leave with your dignity intact but you shouldn't be the one to burn those bridges if they make that decision then that's on them but trust me you taking the high road is something that's actually going to um be beneficial for you in the long run because many times people will actually be like no they were actually mistreated at this company but they didn't become unprofessional they didn't break form so i know i'm hopping on about this but <laughs> it will really save you a lot so i highly recommend that and the other thing i want to say especially for people who are starting out their career take that job um just take the job you know, the number of times, especially when I graduated and I was looking for a job for the first time, 
I was very particular about the job that I wanted. I wanted to be in a specific industry. I wanted to work in nonprofit. I wanted to be in that industry. I wanted to, I, I had a picture of what my career would look like. And I mean, hello, I just graduated. Jobs should be falling at my feet, right? And that actually costed me time, time that could have been experience, time that could have been earning a paycheck, time that could have been building a network, right? Time that could have gone into already sewing into my career. So what I mean by this is not every job is going to show up as the perfect job that you actually wanted on a silver platter. Sometimes your biggest blessings are wrapped up in something that might look like a different direction for you. So what I highly recommend sometimes is take that job. And like as an example, when I was looking, like I said, um, I was still very particular. And then it came to a point where I was like, you know what? A friend of mine works in tourism. They had like a customer service job that had nothing to do with what I studied or what I wanted. And I was just like, you know what? Time is running out. I need to start getting experience. Let me take it. So six months goes by without me having a job and I'm like fine I'll just take the job and within three months of being in that company I was transferred to the human resources department and 10 years down the line I'm loving and enjoying and thriving in this career and it was all because I said yes it was all because I was open to something different I was open to a new opportunity that didn't look like what I wanted at the time but it gave me so many tools that I use till today right like I mean working in a customer service department you learn to put people first you learn to understand people's needs you learn how to listen you learn how to solve problems and all of those are foundational in any career that you're going to be in right so I'm glad I stopped being stubborn after six months so maybe I got desperate I don't know call it what you want but take the job and work your way up from there. I'm not saying take the job and then stay there and be complacent. I'm saying take it and use this as your stepping stone. Use it as your opportunity to the next thing. Use it as the door to building a network, to earning an income, to getting experience. Or sometimes it might be just use it as that bridge until you actually get what you want. Like don't stop fighting for what you want, um, but take the job, okay? <laughs> especially if you're in the season of waiting and nothing's coming your way but you've gotten other offers that just don't look like what you want take it but stay committed to what you actually want is what I would highly recommend yeah and I guess kind of in the same line as that I would also say that you need to remain humble and just like look for wisdom in all the spaces that you're in that you know me taking that job for an example took some humility right it meant that I had to stop being the stuck up like oh I graduated I'm better than this kind of person and be humble enough to be able to learn in spaces that I didn't think I was going to learn anything from so stay humble in that regard but also be open to learning from other people the number of times like I may have missed something because I thought I want to figure it out by myself or that person can't teach me anything and that costed me so much um, so I highly recommend be open to learning from anybody anyone can teach you something so 
yeah, be humble. And another thing about being humble is the number of times people within a company I've seen, you know, in meetings with managers are actually promoted because of that humility, because they're teachable, because they're open to learn, because they see or assume best intent and see the good in a lot of people that they work with, whether they're more senior or junior than them. That alone is the trait of a really good manager, right? Is someone that is humble enough to know that just because you have 50 years experience, you can still learn from someone. Or just because you're a graduate with a PhD or whatever, you can still learn from others. And that's the trait of a true leader and something that so many companies that I've worked at actually look for in a person. As opposed to someone that comes off as a know-it-all or someone that comes off as um, unteachable. And stubborn and I guess you know two things that I want to kind of end with and, and tie this up as well is one is still have a clear and time-based goal for your career and for your salary the number of times people are just okay um, yeah okay into moving into specific careers and just like saying oh well I'll just be here and see what happens uh, no you need to have a plan right so just because you're in x role if you wanted to get into a completely different role if you want to grow or whatever the case is you need to make sure that you have a goal and you've time-based it right because time waits for no one so step up to the plate and give yourself a goal and give yourself time so that way you can also start to understand okay if i want to be um a team leader in a year how do i get there you need to get a good mentor you need to learn from other people People. you need to put your hand up you need to step up for these opportunities you need to apply for that team leader role but you also need to learn the skills so do you need to take a course do you need to study something additional um, so if you have a time-based goal you can work backwards if I want to be a manager in 12 months what do I need to do in those 12 months and then set it up that way same thing for your salary money's not just going to fall in your lap. You need to have a goal. Okay, I want to be earning X amount by whatever period. Or in my next job, I'm not looking for anything less than this. How do I get there? Then you can start to research, uh, you know, on Glassdoor, like how much does a whatever, whatever earn? And then obviously align that. Cool, I need to be a senior marketing manager, for example, to earn the salary I'm looking for. How do I get there? What skills do I need? So it's extremely important as well to have a clear goal. And showing up is half the battle guys the other half is showing up prepared and Yvonne actually has this in her book uh, Bamboozled by Jesus and I think it's one of my favorite statements is showing up is half the battle the other half is showing up prepared so you can show up right and you can have these goals fantastic but if you're not preparing for those blessings if you're not preparing for that promotion if you're not preparing for that extra salary well you're only halfway there so yeah I think I just want to wrap it up there, <laughs> you know, in that pretty little bow with that quote. But yeah, just know that I'm rooting for you and you can do this. And even if these are things that looking back at your career, you haven't done yet, it's still not too late. You can actually still implement these now. I still put annual goals for my career and my salary now, 10 years in, right? I'm still, you know, reminding myself to stay humble. I'm still uh, reminding myself not to burn bridges even sometimes when I really just want to set the whole thing on fire. But um, these are things that you can just use in your daily practice, in your daily journey, in your career. And 
go for it but yeah i'm excited for you if this helped you we would love if you could just leave a rating it really does help our podcast but yeah till the next one bye